Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice Box. Oh boy. And we are here this week to round out our October series that we hope our listenership has been all about, because I know we have. Um, but this week is our final episode because, guys, this... Hold on, hold on. It's not our final episode. Oh, so final episode of our October run. I know a lot of people out there were like, thank God. <laughs> uh, but, guys, this week is a big week. It It is... One, a holiday week, but two, my favorite holiday of the year. Halloween is this week, October 31st. The date that scares the absolute shit out of some people. It excites <laughs> some kids. Um, and there's some, you know, tomfoolery going on this yeah. week. Yep, some tricking, some treating. Yeah, a little bit of tricking and treating. And for parents out there like us, uh, we have to approach it in a different way. Um because, you know, trick-or-treating is a big deal when it comes to Halloween for children. And it still is for me as an adult, but the way you approach it and the way I look at how it was approached when I was a kid uh, by my parents is is just something a little different, especially, especially when Halloween falls on a weeknight. As a parent, you are taking your kids trick-or-treating, hopefully, um, or you're putting that off on somebody else. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, if you take your kids trick-or-treating, it's not easy when it falls on a, a school night because you have to wake up, get your kids ready for school, go to work all day, Get your kids from school, get them home, get them fed, get them in costumes, get them out there. You've got a limited window of how much trick-or-treating you can get in. Get home, maybe eat a couple of pieces of candy and go to bed. I mean, is that the gist of it? That sounds like it, but I mean, I don't mind the weeknight. That way it doesn't take up one of my weekend nights. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. I mean, what you yeah, it's selfish, <laughs> but I mean, we're, they still get what they're getting, right? I guess that's true. They have more time to eat it, which means they stay up later because sure. of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's, yeah, it's like, hey, you got to go to school tomorrow, dude. You can only have one Tootsie Roll. So we'll agree that there are pros and cons of <laughs> Halloween on a weeknight. Yeah. Now, when I was a kid, yeah, I wanted it to be on a weekend night for sure, you know? Yeah. And since, uh, yeah, since we're doing this episode, and uh, I know it, it hits home to all three of us, but I know Juicebox wanted to kind of talk about some things about Halloween that many of you might not know and want to know. Yeah, I wanted to just dive into like a a brief history of it because I don't know if you guys have ever looked it up before. I didn't really know where trick-or-treating came from or how long it had been a tradition. You know, I just remember seeing like online pictures of kids' costumes from like the 50s and 60s and how freaking it's terrifying scary. they were. <laughs> yeah, like there was some weird stuff going on out there. So I looked into it a little bit. From what I can understand, trick-or-treating, as we kind of recognize it now, started in about 1895 in Scotland, from what I could find. There was There's traditions that go back further than that, but they weren't really... They weren't really that similar to what trick-or-treating is now. This is kind of like what the beginning of the modern version of trick-or-treating or whatever. So we're only about a century in. Yeah, a little, a little bit over more. a century in. Actually, even less than that, but we'll dive into that. Um, so they called, in Scotland, they called it guising. It's like where you, it's disguising, basically. And they would walk around and ask for, <laughs> this is so funny. They would walk around carrying lanterns made out of the scooped out turnip. <laughs> and visit homes to be rewarded with cake, 
fruit or money. We should bring that back. That yeah. does not sound scary. Hollowed out turnip. I, I don't well, know. I'll show up at hold, your house with a carved out turnip. Hold on. Asking, asking for cake. You can be like, what is this guy on, dude? Get off my lawn. I'm like, no, man. It took me three hours to carve out this. No, turnip. man. Give me some fucking give cake. Me cake. Okay. And I didn't know anything prior to uh, this episode either about the history of Halloween, but I, re- I briefly read the beginning and Juicebox is right. They go from house to house. But from what I remember reading, they had to perform a skit yeah. in order to get these things. A skit or a song. And then that later morphed into just saying trick or treat, I guess. But so anyway. they, were, they were creepy caroling <laughs> with carved out turnips. <laughs> yeah. Be me and my turnip. Hey, give me some cake. You heard the turnip. Give him some cake. So anyway, the modern version kind of appears in North America. People say maybe around 1915, 1920. There's a reference of it uh, taking place in Chicago in 1920. That's one of the earliest, um, like, detailed trick-or-treating events, or, you know, Halloween as we know it today. But before that, there was something that was very similar that happened around Thanksgiving, and it was called Ragamuffin Day. (laughs) <laughs> and it was where kids would dress up as bums, basically, and go from house to house to bum either money or food or candy. Okay. Dude, that sounds like uh, a version of The Purge. Okay. I wish they still had ragamuffin. <laughs> I mean, it's You just of, got to go to anybody's house and say, hey, man. It's clearly a marriage between these two. Yeah, right? no, it, yeah. I mean, it definitely is because that started to, like, you know, they were dressing as beggars and then there was kind of a backlash against that. So they started to diversify the costumes then. But that holiday just kind of got phased out. Um, It says, like, starting in the 30s, and then by the 50s, that was totally done, and trick-or-treating was, like, by 1952, I think trick-or-treating was referenced in The Peanuts, Jack Benny Show, whichever that, I'm not sure what that is. A bunch of different, like, radio and, you know, early television shows were starting to reference trick-or-treating. 1952, Walt Disney put out a cartoon called Trick or Treat, which you guys have maybe heard that record before. I feel like everybody had the Trick or Treat record growing up. Probably, yeah. So that's really kind of what got it into the the daily mainstream. And then in the 50s is when it really started taking off. Because before that also, there was sugar rationing due to World War II and stuff like that. So people weren't giving out (sighs) candies. Everybody was like tightening their belt a little bit. So once that was over, it kind of started to pick up. And then, like I said, in 1952 or roundabout there is when it became more like what we know it today commercialized and just blew up i don't know about commercialized yet then because it was probably still like you're making a homemade costume and people you're going to a house and they're giving you like it says that you know they would give out cakes and stuff homemade like that stuff. so it wasn't like rush to the store buy a 50 dollar costume buy 50 dollars worth of tiny candy to hand out it, yeah. was, it wasn't anything like they that it was even... something much more Something much more innocent, if I can say. Yeah, that's probably sense. true. They, they, yeah, they probably didn't even have candy back then. They probably gave out black licorice. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a. Isn't it crazy to think about that? Our there's a good chance our grandparents did not trick or treat, and they didn't know what yeah. trick or treating was. Like it's that recent um, that we have been blessed with one of the greatest pastimes. Ever. You're right. They yeah, they didn't trigger teeth. They're ragamuffins. <laughs> That's right. They were they ragamuffins. Were, yeah, they dressed up as they did ragamuffins. They're day. like, hey man, can you spare they were some they cake? were coming home with like cans of Campbell's soup. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, so fast forward to today. Yeah. So fast forward to today. I I mean, there's not you know it's obviously obviously evolved somewhat, but I mean that was like kind of the genesis as to what it is today. Like people started going out in the evening on Halloween. 
doing their trick or treat thing. I think they said trick or treat, like saying trick or treat was probably like another 10 years after that. And then it just became like, you know, what trick or treat initially obviously was like you know give me a treat or we will play a practical joke on you or whatever but then that kind of just lost all meaning and it's just became something that you just say trick or treat smell my feet give me something good to eat that's might be that might be what evolved from these skits and or songs i'm trying to think if i ever if i ever tricked anybody if they didn't treat me you know i have definitely tricked yeah for sure yeah Rolling somebody's house, maybe egging eggs, eggs, yeah. and coming yeah. back what? later on when trick or treating is officially over by curfew on bikes with just cartons of eggs rolling down the street. Well, that guy didn't do it, so let's they turned their lights off as I was walking up. That's two eggs. <laughs> so, anyway, I wanted to just maybe dive in a little bit of like what trick or treating like was like for us as kids because I feel like I probably have a very different story than what you guys have. And I have a feeling just like, you know, throwbacks to our episodes about what we could do as kids to what kids cannot do today. Yeah. This is a 100% a reference to that. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I know we touched on trick or treating in that episode. Uh, there's a fun one, funny one liner that old boy rolls off uh, about my trick or treating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, absolutely. When we were kids, I mean, Trick-or-treating came, your parents got you all dressed up and stuff, and they walked with you probably until you were seven. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Depending on like your neighborhood and you know the situation you lived in. I know growing up, I lived in, a, in an apartment with my mom, so we were in this big apartment complex, and I, I was just allowed at seven to run off with some kids and just knock on like apartment doors left and right. Your right? gang, yeah. Yeah, and then as you get older, there's more freedom in it. Um so you're starting to go to other neighborhoods and getting dropped off places and then picked up later. Uh, and all this is happening at night and you're running around with a bunch of kids. I mean, this is like prime night for Predator City. Uh, in hindsight, yeah. Probably. When we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- uh, yeah. When we were kids, it's just a bunch of kids running around in costumes, like hiding, yeah. j- jumping through bushes, trying to scare people. It Total mayhem, yeah. I, I, I don't remember what age we quit trick-or-treating, but I do know... Yeah, probably seven till that age. We just I ran think you around, quit trick or treating when you get your driver's license. Oh, I, I was mm-hmm. gonna say like twelve. Oh no, I went no no you miss out on a day of free candy. You kidding me? I went straight <laughs> till I was at least sixteen years old. I had a kid brother though, so I would just take his candy. I think I, I I do. I think we cut it off. I think teenage. You become thirteen. I think yep. we I think we quit. Also, a big difference in trick-or-treating from back then to now is when we were kids, our parents basically had to make our costumes. They didn't have these this you know surplus of costume stores you know in every single town that you could go in and just purchase whatever you want, right? Right. Today, if you want to be Steve from freaking Minecraft, you can buy his head and his shirt and his pants, and he wears a green shirt and blue jeans. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay. you can still go buy that. Not stuff, much of a though. costume to that. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> am I Steve? You <laughs> <laughs> might be. Um, no, so. Uh, you can buy whatever you want. It is at your disposal. It is easily accessible. But back then, my mom's like sewing together like uh, pumpkin costumes that she found at like Joann's. Like, yeah, you know, these you just get fabrics and instructions on how to sew them together. And that's what you went. I went as a pumpkin. I've been Dracula. I've been a mummy where she just stripped all these long strips of white uh, T-shirt and 
taped them or glued them to like uh, long underwear, and that's yeah. how she made this mummy costume, which yeah. was creative. No, that's cool. Um, but I feel the- like it was either the homemade costume or we were talking about this yesterday, the uh, super cheap store bought costume with the rubber band mask. Yeah, it stabbed you in the face, and then like some sort of costume tunic that you put over yourself <laughs> that like was supposed to generally look like Chewbacca or something you know it was just like you could only yeah. buy them at department stores yeah I guess well, well like Kmart yeah, I, yeah. I thought Kmart was the go-to place for uh Halloween costumes and those masks were scary um I mean everything from the hobo mask to like a green something with you know black thick eyebrows they were just scary masks yeah. yeah, I mean they were cheesy they when you were face. a kid, yeah. but now yeah, I, they, <laughs> that's what was the scary part. Cut your face. They cut like... your face and the plastic leached into your face and poisoned you. There was so much moisture underneath that mask because you couldn't breathe through the hole, and it was just like on your face. Yeah, yeah, disgusting. It's, yeah, pretty rough. I and then and you're right. Yeah, and then either you made your costume. I think I was Billy the Kid, which is <laughs> a very easy costume to make. I think I was Billy the Kid for five years in a row. <laughs> wow. So yeah. you just had a cowboy hat and, and, uh, and a gun. I don't even know if I had a hat. And I think a holster. I, just, I think, I, yeah. Was it the same costume, but it just got smaller and smaller on you each year? <laughs> I was a pretty small kid. Yeah, it was, ba- it was basically jeans and uh, a holster and a shirt. So that's like the uh, 80s version of the Steve from Minecraft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Billy. Just the original Woody from Toy Story. (laughs) And my whole gang, pretty much, we all did this. We all dressed up as cowboys. It was from Young Guns. We uh, really liked Young Guns. You you seem a little too young to be watching Young Guns. Big Emilio Estevez fan. Yeah, hindsight. Yeah, probably too young to be watching Young Guns. But uh, yeah, huge. So um, my experience with uh, growing up with trick-or-treating and Halloween was a bit different because when I was a young kid, my parents were in a cult called Jehovah's Witness. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that at all, but... Is this for real? This is for real. Oh, shit. We learned things. I thought we knew each other. I I know about Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my parents were part of it when I was a kid. You know, I didn't have a choice, and then we eventually got out of it and went our own way. But, like, when I was a kid... You weren't allowed to go. We weren't allowed to go trick or treating because it was like devil worship or some some crazy shit like that. (sighs) So let me tell you, like watching other kids come to school with candy and then like talk about their Halloween costume, that was fucking torture, dude. Are you for real? You didn't get to go trick or treating. I didn't go trick or treating until maybe I was like. 12 or 13 or something oh. like that. Like when you guys were get well, not you, Bucky, but oh boy, when you were getting out of trick-or-treating, I was just going for the first time. Just getting in, yes. <laughs> so I really only got maybe one or two years of trick-or-treating in. Man, I, I was I was friends with kids that were uh, Jehovah's Witness in school, and yeah, they couldn't like... Uh, yeah, yeah, no Christmas, was a big... no... Um, no Christmas? No Christmas, no Halloween, couldn't celebrate your birthday. It was like some kind of, I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. I, I'm not going, I'm not yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. go down that road of that but, right now, but so, I, you know... But you're trick right. Trick or treating, I was envious of other kids who got to go trick or treating as a kid. And then, like I said, I kind of missed the boat. You know, I still dressed up and went a couple times. And I still enjoy dressing up for Halloween now. Like, I love Halloween. I think it's great, you know. Yeah. Point being, like, I, I kind of missed out on it. Um, but, you know, now, like, now that we have a kid, I'm going all in. Full bore, like, yeah. Full blown. I don't know. I can't wait to, you know, he's a little too young for it right now, but maybe next year, you know, 
start getting them into carving the Halloween pumpkin, the jack lanterns, and all that stuff. So you're about to live vicariously through your child. Hell yeah! From what you missed, and, and I'm about to eat all his candy too. Hell so. yeah! I, I like um, immediately have this sinking feeling in my gut because you just told me that. Like I feel so bad now that I got to trigger treat and you didn't. It's, I mean, don't feel bad. It's like I I don't feel bad about it. I mean, I sucked when I was a kid, but now that I'm an adult, you know, it's helped me it formed me into the person that i am now so let me ask you this um you know when we were growing up we had our costumes it kind of died there then you go to college and you're in halloween you know parties and stuff you dress up again Mm -hmm. uh that's where the bad reputation of the you know the slut outfits for women you know come about and guys get to do whatever they want do you still do you guys still as parents dress up or feel the need to dress up um like you touched on earlier, for parties, yes. Yeah. Um, for <laughs> to take your kids the house. trick or treat. <laughs> um, I don't know. And uh, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so, I don't. I mean, I didn't. I haven't just dressed up at my house to like give out candy or anything. Yeah. Like I, I have to be going to a party or something I've, like that. Like there has to be an event. Well, I was thinking taking your kids trick or treating on Halloween, or is it too difficult just to get your kid dressed up enough to where you're not going to dress up and walk around with them unless they ask? I mean, probably. I, I probably will once that once that time comes. You know, right now he's too young. But uh, for me, like a couple years ago, we went. Dana and I went trick or treating with some friends of ours that had a kid, and they dressed up like characters from Pee Wee's Playhouse. So I got to dress up like Pee Wee Herman for that, be the Pee Wee Herman of that group. Our buddy was dressed up as Jombie, the genie. And One of the like, most incredible costumes yeah, I've ever like seen. insane how well he did this. And their daughter was Terry the pterodactyl, you know. So it was like, that was a lot of fun. We, I mean... We walked over there by... Um, oh, Eastland? Yeah. The big one where... It, oh, my oh, yeah. God. You guys. If you, you guys- live in Nashville and you've never been to Eastland Street in East Nashville on Halloween, it it's is nuts. insane. I feel like people were coming from all over the city and maybe outside of the city just go trick-or-treating here because it was so jammed. And it was... Same time, as awesome. I mean, because... Rich people live over there. Let's be honest. Like they have large sure. houses. They have large houses. They have money they could spend. So it's like they're giving out the good candy to the kids. Plus, half of them have like a keg of beer for the adults. So it's like, hey, yep. come get you a beer and keep on trigger treating. I think I looked at a stat one year, and it's like uh, between thirty five hundred and five thousand kids go trigger treating there. And it's literally, I mean, what in a regular city it'd be three blocks long. Um, yeah, I mean, it is it's not. not that it's long, maybe yeah. an eighth of a mile long. They really need to close that street off, though. That was one thing that was like when we did it a couple years ago the street was still open and it was chaos man i'm surprised people did not get hit by a car another great i mean if you're looking for tips on places to go here in nashville for halloween taking your kids trick-or-treating fatherland is also a really good street Um, it's Mm -hmm. super long and most of the houses participate is anybody giving out full candy bars or is that a myth? I've, I'd always heard it when I was I mean, a I kid. feel like people on Eastland are giving out full candy bars. Full candy bars? No shit. You're yeah. living in a million-dollar house. You can probably afford to give out a, it was a full it was candy a, bar. It was a myth when we were kids. It was like, man, oh, go yeah. over to this house, man. Somebody's giving out full candy. It's full Snickers bars. You can go over there, and it's like, man. Like candy corn in a bag or something? Yeah. Speaking of that, what so what is your favorite candy you've ever received or the most odd thing you've ever received trick-or-treating? And juice box, I'm sorry. You've only yeah. probably got a limited window. I do have a limited window. I've got a couple of answers, though. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the strangest thing that I've ever gotten was in this neighborhood I was in in, in Kentucky when my da- where my dad lives. And it was a guy who owned like a franchise of bunny bread um, 
warehouses <laughs> and this guy basically sold bunny bread so I, every year he gives out many loaves of bunny bread and i'm not talking about like the half loaves you get a, at a grocery store this thing's got like four slices in it i mean it is this like little tiny bunny bread thing it was creative i guess but i mm. no kid wants fucking sounds like bread he's, sounds like he's giving out the heels yeah yeah exactly <laughs> he's, he's just taking the middle of the bread out it is that creative or is it just lazy? It might be lazy. I mean, I guess you're right. I also received a candy, candied apple one time and basically said, no, thank you. Because I didn't want it ruining everything else in my bag. Or my little, you know, plastic pail. Or that razor blade hidden inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. good thing I denied that. Right? So, real quick, before I don't want to sidetrack this too much. But that when you said the razor blade thing, that has actually never been proven to happen. That was like a myth, like one of those urban legends or whatever, like... Right. Oh, I'm sorry. The only time it ever did happen, it was done by the parents to try to like get some kind of publicity or something like that. Right. The the people accusing are the ones that actually did it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, F those people. Yeah. So anyway, um, oh boy, what's your worst? Man, probably orange and black candy, man. It's probably the the worst (laughs) thing I've ever received. Just like, man, what the fuck is this, man? You couldn't get some fucking M&Ms. What? Is orange and black candy, is it peanut butter? It's just peanut butter. It's peanut butter fudge, all right? Okay, I don't get the fudge. It's peanut butter. I don't know if their fudge is really a part of that. It's probably made with mad gelatin and whatever, you know, else. But it is peanut butter flavored orange and black candy. And I see old boy laughing because I am notoriously known as the kid whose parents gave out orange and black candy growing up. And I did, that is absolutely not true. It might have happened one off year when my mom didn't have time to go, you know, to a nice place to get candy. But I've had this reputation and it, it drives me insane. I know it does. It, it, it's, I don't even think it's my joke. I think it's Brooks's joke. It, it is. I've never and, trick-or-treated it. And here's house. the crazy thing. Um, I've always denied orange and black candy. I get to college and I'm like, I've got to figure out what this is because I've had this long-running thing against me. So I open it up and eat it. It's not that bad. It's not. You've never even had candy. Just get out of here. <laughs> Um, uh, it is scary because it comes in very generic packaging. And um, it always sticks to the wrapper, too, I feel like. Yeah. So now uh, what I do is I hand out some candy in the beginning, you know, before we take our kids trick-or-treating, and then I leave a bowl of candy because everybody knows if that bowl of candy is sitting on somebody's front porch, that entire bowl goes to the first person who gets there. Yeah. I mean, it's very just true. you can't do it. We even put up a sign that says, you know. Please take one. Yeah. We, it says, <laughs> we're out having our own fun please take one happy halloween and uh, every year we come back and it's empty so last year we started a tradition we're going to hand out the good candy in person and then put orange and black candy in the bowl to see if anybody takes it you're carrying on the tradition last year we came home not a single <laughs> one was gone <laughs> we got trick this fool later yeah. oh, that's hilarious. That's so funny. in my limited window of trick-or-treating i did get the two things I do remember that were the worst. I got a bag of 50 pennies, like, put huh. in a Ziploc bag. Dropped did in did bag. they hit you with them? No, they were just like, you're like, trick or treat, and they're like, oh, here you go. 
Like, drop it in the bag. It was just 50 pennies. Another one was also a Ziploc bag of candy corn. It's like, I'm not eating this open candy corn. Uh, First first off, candy corn is the worst. Uh, Fight me if you have a different opinion. Like, I don't care. I'm with you. Did you put your fingers in these? Like, I would. Yeah, anything that's put in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, absolutely not. Mm. So that that was it. I don't know. The 50 pennies in a bag was just like mind-boggling to me. It's like, what do you want me to do with this? So let, let's uh, let's flip it around a little bit here. So you got your candy. Everything went according to plan. Have you guys ever pulled any pranks? Yeah. Like I, Halloween pranks? Well, yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. And one of them, well... I, I don't know if you, well, you guys want to go first, but this just popped out in my head. So when we were kids, we lived in this neighborhood, and you had to drive kind of up this hill uh, to get to all the houses and everything. So what we did is we cut out this uh, cardboard cat. Uh, we you know drew a cat, cut it out in cardboard, and set it up in the middle of the road. And we took little thumbtacks that were reflective and put them in his eyes. So, like, when people would turn this corner and come up the street, this cat would just be sitting in the middle of the street, and they would either slam on their brakes because they don't see it, or they'd run over it and stop afterwards and get out, um, or they would swerve and try to miss it. And Jesus. I am not going to lie. Like, that, don't do this anymore, yeah. uh, because there was a guy who drove into a ditch, and we just took off running. And right. It was the last time we ever did the cardboard cat, but we did it, you know, a couple nights in a row. Uh, and it is that's pretty great. crazy shit. Yeah, that's it's funny great. until somebody does drive off the road. It yeah. is true. Um, Were y'all just hiding like yeah some behind bushes, bushes or something? You know, yeah, to go get it. the cat once they ran over it. Probably like just, some people would get out and be like, "What the fuck?" Like you yeah, know, just yeah, yelling yeah, yeah, at yeah. nothing. Yeah, um, you you're just in the bushes, just pissing yourself, <laughs> laughing. Yeah, because yeah, it's so great. Yeah, that is funny, man. Uh, yeah, we used to egg houses and and roll, you know, toilet paper. I mean. It, Pretty generic stuff. I don't think we uh, we did anything. <laughs> you too, did, you too didn't bad. try to cause uh, yeah. I was crashes. To, no, I, but I, when you telling that story reminded me of a story. I don't think it's Halloween related, but we used to egg cars on this hill where there's no <laughs> there's nowhere to pull off the road. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, like, man, so people couldn't stop to come after you, but people were like pissed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I was super pissed. Um. But yeah, we we you could easily get away. But I don't think it was Halloween related. So so I've got a story, and this took place. Full full disclosure, I've probably only told this story to maybe ten people in my life. I don't think Dana knew it until just like until fairly recently. Um, We're this, excited. This was after you know. This I, is a raising Nashville podcast exclusive here. <laughs> yeah. Our entire listenership's about like to get something new. The statute of limitations has passed, so I can talk about it now. But no, I was probably in maybe a junior in high school i guess and i just remember like it was right around halloween my buddy that lived close to me his mom was like out of town on a business trip so it was just like you know uh mom i'm going to bed go in my room climb out the window go over to his house take some uh how should i say this um lsd mind to- <laughs> i was gonna try to tiptoe around it a little bit <laughs> sorry Anyway, so we I didn't think that's what it was. Mind by the expanding way. <laughs> uh, substances, and we're sitting around his house. And we're like, "What the hell should we do?" You know, it's like a school night. We're just like sitting in it out, like smoking cigs or whatever. So we get the idea. Another this dude that we know from school lives right around the corner from my buddy. So we're like, "Let's go steal some pumpkins and put them in his yard." So we're like, "All right, cool." So we walk over to his house. Take some pumpkins off a couple people's front porch, put it in his front yard. I just remember like standing back and looking at it and being like, 
this isn't done. Not enough pumpkins. So fast forward till about five thirty in the morning, we have cab like pulled every single Halloween decoration from a three to four block radius <laughs> and put it in this dude's front yard. Like corn husks. He has over a hundred pumpkins in his front yard. He has like I don't know what they call like the Halloween nativity type scenes, but we've stolen all those and yeah. everything around the like put it in this dude's front yard. And we were getting keep on going, but it was like like I said, it was five thirty in the morning. The sun was coming up. My buddy's like trying to take a decoration off this person's front door. They open the front door and just look at it, but <laughs> I'm standing behind him and he just drops it. We both run like seriously like full speed a mile back to his house and they're just like like laying it on the ground like <sighs> So I go back home climb back in my window, walk out of my room, you know, cause now it's time to go to school. So I get up, jump in the shower, go to school, still not feeling exactly right. Get to school the next day. And it's just like, we're both just like dying laughing. But at the same time, it's like, we can't tell anybody because we don't want anybody to know. Cause we'll sure. totally get busted. Like it'll come back and we'll get in trouble. Like with our parents or whatever. So for 30 no not 30 years 20 years i feel like i've maybe told a handful of people and just recently i've started to tell more people about it have you told your parents so no i mean this is the first time my mom's gonna hear about me sneaking out of my window like (laughs) like yeah man i feel like that that, i can't get grounded anymore finally that's right i'm good yeah but but it's one of those things like you know this was before social media or before like digital phone or cameras were even really accessible. So it's like, we have no evidence that this ever happened, which is good and bad. Cause, but I, cause I would love to just see this. I would love to have seen our final work. Yeah. And I always let like, Still to this day, thinking about that dude walking out of the house with his parents <laughs> and just being like, what the fuck? Oh, you know how we can bring that back, right? Do it again? We just do it. Yeah. <laughs> we just do it again. Well, I I don't know. I, I think at this point in my life, if I ate some mind-expanding substances, I might just like lay in the backyard and not be uh, trying to do anything. They all come to you at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so, that that was I don't know. Uh, that's one of my favorite stories of all time. I, it's so just it's great. Just that's mis- a great story. You know, like yeah. so, Sean. If you're out there, it was me that did it. Ooh, all right, man. Names coming out, dude. You got some retribution coming, man. There's gonna be you're gonna walk outside. <laughs> There's gonna be a ton of uh, stuff out there. I mean, yeah. if that was the case, I can't say that I would be mad. Yeah, you gotta. I, I would gotta be go mad. with it, right? I just have enough more decorations Thanks for next year now. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, now we're parents. Uh, you know, those are some fun stories. You know, about our childhood and what we did growing up. And now we're parents, and we're ha- we're taking kids trick or treating. Um, so, I have to ask: Do you guys have any idea what your kids are going to be for Halloween? I mean, obviously, it's two days away. You're gonna, ha- you know, at this point. Um, yeah, Sam's going to be, she wants to be a witch, but then we were talking about costumes earlier and I I wanted to bring this up is that, uh, out of nowhere, uh, we got a catalog I did not sign up for. That's nothing but kids costumes. And the thing is like, dude, it's like really expensive stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So it came in and then, uh, so Sam wanted to be a witch and now she's looking at all this stuff like, well, I want to be this fucking warrior princess or whatever. (laughs) And I'm like, uh. No, I'm not paying $75 for whatever that and is. And overnight shipping. Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> no. So she's going to be a witch. Yeah. Um, well, we've got, uh, I've got interesting ones. Uh, Levon, the you know two-year-old, he's going to be Jack-Jack from The Incredibles. Obviously, he's two. He's running like a madman. You just mm. put that costume on him and let him run. We 
got it at Target. I think it was like $19.99. Fine for us right now. Uh, Asher has been creative throughout the years, and I've actually helped create his costume. He has gone from Steve from Minecraft one year. Uh, He got a lot of compliments from kids because he was, you know, on the forefront of that. Uh, Last year, he went as Doctor Strange and also created that costume, and I thought it was pretty incredible. badass. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Um, And he's also gone as, like, some Marvel characters and stuff like that, which is easily purchased. This year, he comes home and he says, hey, I want to be a serial killer. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) No, yeah. Do you know I'm what like, that is? And he's like, yeah, they go around and kill people on like Halloween. And I'm like, no, okay. There's a difference here, Asher, between a slasher and a serial killer. And I had to sit him down and be like, one is sick in the head. And the other one is kind of on this, you know, uh, revenge. I don't you know. Just played him or, you should have just played him or uh, Jason versus Michael and Freddie where Jason won. I don't think that he should be listening to our podcast yet, even though he's been on a guest on one. <laughs> okay. All right. But um, so it was interesting. So I went through the entire history of Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy, mm-hmm. um, and why they kill and all this stuff. And, and why I Jason's said, superior. Yeah. And he said, no, he's, we found in the previous episode that, that Jason's he's absolutely a not. Yeah, okay. Um, we're going to take this to our grave, I have a feeling. Uh, anyway, so. I said, okay, I'll let you be Jason, even though I hate that character, or I think he is less than uh, on this holiday. And I said, the only way to do this, though, is you have to watch a movie. You have to sit down and watch one of the Jason movies. And he's like, no, but it's scary. I don't know if I can do that. I said, well, that's how you get this costume. And uh, we have the costume. Uh-huh. He has exactly two days to complete a Jason movie. Otherwise, he's going as Iron Man that he did three years ago. Man, that that's traumatic. Yep. Yeah, which one are you going to do? Trial yeah. by fire. I mean, you got to throw him in. and Which one, as a parent, would you allow him to well, watch? Well, it's got to be the made-for-TV Friday the 13th, because uh, every yeah. other one has some mad nudity okay. in it. I get, um, okay, that, fair yeah. enough, because I was just thinking, like, all, all I could think of is in my head was just some of the more racy scenes. <laughs> full yeah, frontal. The full, like, the here, Asher, here's somebody killing somebody, and here's a naked woman. Let me introduce you to two things at once. Here's I mean, two people getting it on, and here's where they get stabbed through both of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that is, yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll watch the made-for-TV, and I, I think we're going to have to go with two. Uh, the um, made-for-TV version just shows Jason walking around, I think. Yeah, that's, no, there's that's basically like a 30-minute like, movie. <laughs> well, he's got to know that because you know what happens uh, on Halloween morning or, no, even better, on Halloween night, he's collected all his candy, he's excited, he's gone to bed. I'm just going to sit outside his door and go, oh, dude, that is freaking perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, those are our costumes. Uh Dana real Dana was pushing really hard to for me to dress as Kid Rock and our kid to dress as Josie. <laughs> that oh, is God. unbelievable. And I was like, perfect. that's hilarious until you come to the fact that I have to dress up like Kid Rock. So that is absolutely not No, happening. I think it's great. That, well, that's, that's fine. Grow your hair out and dress up like Kid Rock because I ain't doing it. You've got long hair and, you know, you can pull a Kid Rock hat off and... I think you should do it um, because one, as if many of you out there probably don't know this, but old boy, I mean, sorry, 
not you. You're terrible. Juice Box. Uh, <laughs> Juice Box and uh, his wife Dana are two of the most creative people when it comes to the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, they have gone as a picture perfect Gangnam style before, yeah, that was which fun. was unbelievable with the suits and everything. Uh, my favorite, though, without a doubt, is Spring Breakers. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, where you went as uh, what? What does Alien? Alien, yeah. Alien, and did Dana go as one of the the Spring Breaker girls? Yeah, it was picture perfect. We did that in New Orleans too. That was a lot of fun. Except for every single person thought I was riff raff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I can, I guess see. Yeah, that. I, could. I mean that's who he based that. That's who Franco based that character off of. So yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Kid Rock and Josie would be good, and an homage to our show. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I just can't bring myself to dress up like Kid Rock. Like I had, I still have a tiny bit of dignity. I'm, I'm with you. There's thing. There's certain things I won't do as well. Would you allow Bear, if you did hypothetically do this idea, to wear the white T-shirt that says "I'm not a fucking midget"? <laughs> Because that is an iconic look of Joe C. I, I just have no comment about okay. this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I wish I didn't bring it up. So we hope uh, your kids uh, are you getting some creative costumes that have them already together and excited for the next, uh, you know, it's like the next two days I can't sleep. I have a tradition where I watch House of a Thousand Corpses the night before Halloween um, every year by myself. And it is just something that I enjoy doing. So I wake up the next day and I'm just jacked. You know, it could be 100 degrees outside. It could be freezing because we live in Tennessee and it's weird, the weather. But uh, Halloween is just always this super special day to me. Yeah, it is sweet. What's your favorite costume you've ever done? Uh, I don't know. I went through a string where I was a lot of boxes and a cardboard box was a big deal to me. I think I started it with uh, a red box. Yeah. When red box was brand new, I created a red box costume and it was was pretty popular. I think I got in a publication and some kind of print or something. Um, Did you? Yeah. For something. We were at a girl talk concert down by 12th or 12th Avenue. Is it 12th Avenue? 12th yeah. and Porter, outside 12th and Porter. So um, that was a fun year. And then... I thought uh, you started the box. Oh, no, no, the box. Ooh, you're right. In That's my favorite costume. My, in, in college, I created a uh, life-size pack of Paul Mall lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was a pack of cigarettes. And I worked very hard on that costume. It was pretty dope. Uh, my middle head my head was the middle cigarette that was kind of pushed up in the pack. And I they had some... Uh, construction paper <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it I, looked terrible it uh, was, getting it on and off was impossible i remember i was optimus prime i was also in a box that's and, right and you almost got in a fight with this guy who was trying to pick a fight with you and he was pushing you and i was like hey dude i was like let him get the pack of cigarettes off first <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> don't that's just cheap. sit there and just if you could close your eyes out there we were at a party and i'm in this massive box where i can't even put my hands down they're just out to the side like the Ralphie's little brother in Christmas a uh, Christmas story. Yeah. And uh this guy starts talking shit to me and he starts pushing me and I'm in this box. I'm like stumbling back and I'm like, hold on, let me get this box off. It takes ten seconds to get a box like this box off. It's yeah. like you're shimmying it up and it just keeps going up. Yeah, you get the box off and he's like, No man, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making me do all that work. Well, we hope uh you guys are so 
super excited for the next few days. Uh, I know Halloween comes and goes really quick. Um, take your kids out, stay safe, look up the things to do. Um, yeah, let us let us know what you do because there's so many things now. I feel like you know, like uh, we didn't even really dive into it, but like you know, trunk or treat is a really big thing now. You know, everybody oh, yeah. parks their car in a parking lot and just go around to the cars. Um, I feel like trick-or-treating just through a neighborhood, besides for some of those bigger, more rich neighborhoods, is kind of like going away. Yeah, you you see a lot more lights off. Yeah, and I don't know, like, it, when you guys were growing up, did you have sidewalks in your neighborhood? We've talked about this before. No. See, that's... Uh, we didn't, yeah. We, we did, so there was more trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood growing up, but now, like, living here, I ah. haven't lived in a neighborhood... Except for when I first moved here and lived in East Nashville, I haven't lived in a neighborhood with a sidewalk. So there's very few trick or treaters at the past several houses I've lived at. True, like our street, I wouldn't. I don't know. That'd be tough. No, man. yeah, yeah. It's too busy. It's too busy. But uh, but like the neighborhood we came from in Clarksville, I mean, it was it was a big neighborhood. Oh yeah, I mean, that was we, a good neighborhood. Yeah, we uh we trick or treated there, and it was. I mean, it was fine. But you're right. It seems like it's kind of on the. Decline. But you get. You, you guys didn't have sidewalks? Um, not up there. So let us know what you do. Uh, jump on our socials at Raising Nashville Podcast. Um, uh, anywhere you can find us, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you know where to find us. You've been looking. we got a, quite a few followers now. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Happy Halloween. Halloween. Hell yeah. Happy Halloween. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children. Have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah, we want you to know what we go through. Yeah, the fear. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Give me something good to eat. Apples, peaches, tangerines. Happy, happy Halloween. Trick or treat, trick or treat, give me something sweet to eat. Cookies, chocolate, jelly beans, happy, happy Halloween.